And welcome back to the Prospect League Podcast. This is Ryan, your host. Hope everybody had a happy and safe 4th of July. Uh, with that being said, we'll get into our news. So our news this week, we started a new uh, second half of our season here on July 1st. That was a Thursday. Lafayette, Champion City, O'Fallon, and Normal all clinched playoff spots with their first half winnings. So they'll host the second half winners uh, in the playoffs. Now, if something happens where they win the first and the second halves, the second place team will win uh, that playoff spot in the second half of the season. Due to rainouts in the first half, most teams will probably play more than 30 games in the second half to make up for those first half games. So again, the playoff winners for the first half of the season were Lafayette in the Wabash River Division, Champion City in the Ohio River Valley Division, O'Fallon in the Prairie Lane Division, and Normal in the Great River Division. And we go over our league standings. In the East, Ohio River Valley Division, Chillicothe is 3-1, West Virginia is 2-2, Johnstown 2-2, and and Champion City with 1-3. I'd like to add that Chillicothe almost broke the Prospect League record for wins in a row. They had, I believe, 12, and the record was 13, and they lost uh, one game. So, uh, just the other day. So, Chillicothe was on a tear that was almost record-breaking. They tied the record. Uh, and they would have had 13 wins, which would have broke the record, but they lost that night. In the East Wabash River Division, Lafayette's 4-1, and one, Danville's 2-2, two and two, Pistol Shrimp are 1-3, and three, and Rex is 1-4. and four. In the West Great River Division, Quincy Gems is 3-2, and two, Normal's 3-3, three and three, Clinton's 2-2, two and, two, and Burlington's 2-3. and three. In the West Prairie Land Division, Alton is 2-1, and one, O'Fallon's 2-1, and one, Cape Catfish is 2-2, two and, two, and Springfield Sliders is 2-2. Two and now we can go over our batting leaders. Now, this is overall for the Prospect League, not for the week. Starting with home runs, we have Rob Westheyer with Rex. He has 12 home runs. Patton Mills with West Virginia has 11. Jackson Jones with Burlington has 11. Tanner Craig of Lafayette has 10. And Matt Shark of Quincy has 9. Batting average leaders, Chase Carney of Champion City is hitting 412. Rob Westheyer with Rex is 408. Ben Ross with Champion City is 405. Lucas Galdoni with Champion Cities, 392. And Tanner Craig of Lafayette is 386. Our RBI leaders, Pat Mills with West Virginia has 44. Tanner Craig with Lafayette has 36. Denver Blinn with West Virginia has 36. Matt Shark with Quincy has 36. Trevor Johnson with Lafayette has 34. And Jackson Jones of Burlington has 33. Wins leaders, we have a four-way tie with five, and that's Dylan DeLeon of Springfield. Ryan Ehrman of Illinois, Mason Palmier of O'Fallon, and Gary Langrell of Burlington. Strikeout leaders, Ryan Ehrman has 70. McLean Harris of Burlington has 48. Hayden Birdsong of Danville has 44. Ryan Miller of Clinton has 42. Teddy Natter of Lafayette has 40. And Luke Schaefer of Clinton has 38. Ryan Ehrman has pulled himself away from the pack with strikeouts, and I think the... I think we said that the season record's 108. Ryan Ehrman may break that record. He has been all over those strikeouts. He seems to be throwing at least uh, in between 8 to 12 strikeouts per outing. So he needs about good, another good three to four outings, and he can break that record. ERA leaders. We're starting again with Ryan Ehrman of Illinois Pistol Shrimp. He has a 1.73. Mac Hickman of Springfield has a 1.75. Hunter Rails of Cape has a 1.98. Peyton Haver of Alton has a 1.99. And Mason Palmier of O'Fallon has a 199. 
Since we're releasing this a little bit later, I can go ahead and announce who the Prairie Farm Milk Pitcher of the Week is, as well as the Prospect League Slugger of the Week. Prairie Farm's Milk Pitcher of the Week is Jacob Reed from Danville. He's also the University of San Diego. He's put up a great week for the Dans, according to the point streak. He's made one start and appeared in two games. He picked up the win in that one game there. Uh, he threw eight innings during the week, and he struck out seven batters. He gave up six hits and only one walk, and his ZRA sits at a 0.0 for the week. For the Prospect League Slugger of the Week, we have Will Worthington of Illinois Pistol Shrimp. He's also from University of San Diego. That's the first time we've had two guys from the same school uh, in the same week. So he put up stellar numbers as well for the Pistol Shrimp over the past week. He hit 563 with nine hits and a stolen base. He's played in nine games and had 16 at-bats to do that against that, those opponents. He only struck out one time, by the way, in this past week in those nine games. We'd here at the Prospect League Podcast would like to congratulate Mr. Reed and Mr. Worthington on uh, their great week they had this past week. Again, uh, I noted here in the graphics as well as both posts on the website and on the Facebook that the stat week that this covered was June 27th through July 3rd. Uh, again, we'd like to congratulate those two guys. You had a great week. Keep up the great work. So I made a post on Facebook covering a alumni of the Prospect League. I think this is a new thing that we can try here with the podcast. I would like to talk about somebody who has played in the Prospect League or the CICL and made it to the majors and uh, might be underrated or just a little info on this. I know a lot of people wonder, you know, hey, who, who all has played for the Prospect League and who else played, you know, been drafted and, and played in the major leagues? Well, one of those guys here is Rick Rushell. Now, Rick Rushell played uh, – for the Central Illinois Collegiate League, the CICL, and he played for them from 1968 to 1969. He played for the Galesburg Pioneers and the Macomb Max. He did this while attending Western Illinois University. Now, what's interesting about Mr. Rushell is, in my opinion, he's one of the most underrated pitchers in Major League Baseball history, and we'll go over that. Rushell had a 20-year MLB career. He played from 1972 to 1991. He played with the Cubs, Yankees, Pirates, and Giants. Uh, a couple of those teams he played multiple times with them. He was a three-time All-Star and a two-time Gold Glove Award winner. Now, his awards might not seem mind-blowing. He wasn't a Cy Young Award winner. He wasn't Pitcher of the Year. However, if you dig deeper into his war statistics, it's rather surprising. Using the JAW system, uh, J-A-W-S, it's a system that merits the players versus the other players based on war and other statistics. Now, war is wins above replacement. How many wins is that one player worth for the team. So, uh, for an example, Mike Trout is worth a 76 war right now. So that means that he has been worth 76 wins by himself for his teams. So again, using the jaw system, Russell is the sixth best pitcher of all time, not in the major league baseball hall of fame. And that's based on war. Russell's war sits at 69.5. Those directly above him, not in the hall of fame include the following. Clayton Kershaw, Justin Verlander, Zach Grinke, Jim McCormick, and Kurt Schilling. All of these players have a very good argument for being in the Hall of Fame. Now, Verlander, Kershaw, and Grinke are almost automatic locks for the Hall of Fame, as we thought were Kurt Schilling as well. Now, politics played a part in that, and um, that's just all I'll say with that. 
Now, Jim McCormick played in the 1880s and had over 200 wins. Uh, he is one that's probably been uh, overlooked as well. There's several players in the 1800s that are completely overlooked. They played so long ago that people just they kind of forget about him. It's kind of sad. So who are the Hall of Famers that rank below Rick Russell in war? They have less war than Rick Russell. This would be John Smoltz, Red Ruffing, Carl Hubbard, Jim Palmer, Don Drysdale, Don Sutton, Roy Halladay, Bob Feller, Juan Marichal. And that's just to name a couple. There's more that we could go over, but those are just a few of the names. Jim Palmer, John Drysdale, Don Sutton, Roy Halladay, Bob Feller, Juan Marichal. All these guys are all-time, all-time Hall of Famers. John Smoltz. I mean, a lot of these guys were first ballot Hall of Famers. And just to put this in modern day's perspective, here are some of the active players with less war than Rick Russell. Robinson Cano, Miguel Cabrera, Joey Votto, Evan Longoria, Mookie Betts, Buster Posey, Nolan Arenado. Mike Trout beats Rick Russell with a war of just six points more. Of all the active players in the MLB, only Mike Trout and Albert Pujols have a war that is better than Rick Russell. So when we take a look at some of these players from the past, we can look at war to help determine just how detrimental those players were for their teams. We can then reevaluate their Hall of Fame merit based on this, and they might not have had the best awards or all-star teams. They might not have been a, you know, a 10-year all-star. But, man, you know, when you look at their, their accomplishments through war, it tells you just how dang good they were for their team. And Rick Russell, he pitched for 20 years, and he consistently put out great numbers that put him into the top six players of all time based on war that's not in the Hall of Fame. I mean, just think about all the guys that, that you thought were the top players not, not in the Hall of Fame, and Rick Russell is probably not in that list. But based on stats and war, Rick Russell should have been in the Hall of Fame 20 years ago. We should have an interview coming up this week. Uh, stick around, and it might be for next Monday, but hopefully this week uh, we can put it in a second episode. And that's with one of the top three pitchers here in the Prospect League. So that should be very entertaining and very exciting, not only for me to get to interview them, but for you as well to uh, listen to one of our top, top players. We haven't listened to a player yet in our interviews, and so this should be kind of fun. I appreciate you sticking around, listening to the Prospect League podcast. This has been Ryan signing out, and we'll see you at the ballpark. Thanks for listening. <laughs>